She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. V I C I, I pronounce it Vicky. Hey there, everybody. Angela Butwin here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a small wonder podcast. How's everyone doing? I'm doing all right. Settled in, not 100% unpacked. I got a lot of books and movies and stuff that are still in totes and boxes. But other than that, I'm doing all right. I got my podcast station all set up. And today, I am going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 20, Good Ol' Lou, which aired on February 22nd, 1986. In this episode, Ted's plan for physical fitness backfires. And of course, I always like to read the synopsis that's given on the DVD case. Ted is motivated to get the family into shape when an obese co-worker loses a record amount of weight. This one actually gives a bit more to the story than just saying Ted wants to get physically fit. So of course, before I get into the episode itself, I always like to let you know if you're a new listener for the first time, thank you for jumping on the small wonder bandwagon. I want to tell you where you can listen to the podcast. You can do so like you're doing right now on SoundCloud, iTunes, I believe, Podbean. You're going to find the podcast under the Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Also, where you can find the podcast on social media. There's Facebook. Just type in Small Wonder Podcast. The She's a Small Wonder Podcast will pop up. I usually do an episode a month, and as of 2020, I will be finishing season one at the end of, in December, and then I will be starting season two in January. As far as season three goes, and season four, it's kind of up in the air. You know, it's able to find the episodes on YouTube. They're not the greatest quality in the world, so we'll just kind of... Play that as it lies. I mean, usually it takes took me what almost two years to get through season one. That's probably how season two is going to go as well. So, all right, let's see. This episode's got a rating of seven point four out of ten based on eighteen ratings. Let's see if we have any guest stars. Doesn't look like we do. Episode was directed by Peter Baldwin. Writers: Sol Weinstein, Howard Elbrecht. And, of course, the creator, Howard Leeds. There are... no. Oh, is there a user? Oh, my goodness. Um, this is going to give spoilers. And as you guys know, I don't watch the episodes ahead of time. I'm just watching it, talking about it, discussing it as I go along. That's usually how I do. That way my reactions are fresh. So if you're liking the podcast or any of the pod, uh, TV shows that I cover on the Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast i cover i covered all six seasons of the wonder years i'm currently covering small wonder random episodes of mr belvedere random episodes of growing pains in january i'll kick off the life and lamford on unofficial roseanne podcast where i'm going to be hitting you know some of the earlier seasons 
episodes of Roseanne. Also, I've been uh, covering different strokes since April, which I'll be kicking that back off in January, season one, as well as Everwood. I'll be covering that back uh, again in January. So, you know, things to look forward to. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into good old Lou. I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. And we see Joan coming out from behind the retaining wall or wherever the heck they parked their car. Looks like she's having go ways, and she's got two bags of paper groceries. I, for one, go with plastic because I don't like the feeling of um, the paper bags. But anyway, she's struggling, clearly. She's got both paper bags stuffed to the gills. And Jamie's like, oh, Mom, let me help you with that. And she's like, oh, thanks. You think, oh, he's going to take one of the bags. No, he opens the door for her. Allowing her to continue to struggle. Barely being able to get both bags in there. And one of them looks like it's just got a giant thing of a paper towel in there. So, Joan asked Jamie, like, hey, can you go get the rest of the things? Because I need to go pick up your dad. And Jamie's like, oh, no sweat. I already took care of it. And we see Vicky coming in with a couple other grocery bags. You can't even see her face because... What is it in a plastic bag. I can't tell what that is. Oh, it's dry cleaning. Gotcha. Okay. I was gonna say, what is that thing in that plastic bag? Oh, to Joan's surprise, when she comes into the house, Ted's already there. She's like, oh, honey, I was just going to pick you up. Oh, he got a ride home from work with Lou from the microchip department. So, of course, we get the title, Good Old Lou, as Ted's like, hey, remember Good Old Lou from the picnic? The company picnic. Does anyone having who has company picnics ever go to those? I went to one with my job and it was, I remember it was in April. It was a rainy, gross day. It was windy. We like stayed to get, you know, lunch, which the lunch was okay. And then of course I was like, I want to stay and see if my name's called for the raffle for like the $500 Visa gift card. It w- I, my name was not chosen, of course. So I'm like, we can go now. Of course, it's the 80s. We got to get the fat jokes rolling in with Joan saying, oh yeah, I remember good old Lou. All 300 pounds of him. She like blows out her cheeks and like puts her arms out for emphasis. Like, we get it. He was a heavy guy. Jeez. Of course, Jamie gets one then with saying, hey, isn't he the guy who ate through his paper plate and broke his tooth on a table? And of course, we get Ted saying, oh yeah, even the ants ran for their lives. Like, okay, come on. You guys know that this is kind of interesting because, I mean, you know this stuff ain't gonna fly today in today's TV. No flat fat jokes, no gay jokes, none of that stuff is gonna fly. Which is just as well. And Ted is, like, really impressed. He's like, honey, you gotta see Lou now. I mean, he is 165 pounds soaking wet. Lean, mean. I wish I was 165 pounds. Oh, I see Joan pulling out some lunch meat. And Joan, of course, has to get another fat joke. And it's like, oh, yeah, let me guess, with one foot on the scale? I mean, Ted's like, no, his family joined a gym. And, you know, they're swimming and lifting weights and doing all this stuff. It looks like Joan's going to be making dinner, and Ted, of course, since they just brought the groceries in, like, oh, I'm going to have some chips. So I'm going to play this clip. Oh, 
you here. Thanks, honey. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, that helps a lot. You think go to the car and pick up the rest of the things so I can go get your father? No sweat. I already took care of it. <laughs> no sweat, huh? Robots don't sweat. <laughs> oh, Ted, I was just going to pick you up. How'd you get home? I got a ride home from Lou Perry from our microchip department. Remember good old Lou from the company picnic? Yeah, I remember all good old 300 pounds of him. <laughs> Isn't he the guy who ate right through his paper plate and broke a tooth on the table? Yeah, even the ants ran for their lives. <laughs> Boy, you should see old Lou now, honey. He's a lean, mean 165 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, you mean with just one foot on the scale. <laughs> no, really. Lou and his whole family joined a health club. They swim, lift weights, use those exercycle machines. <laughs> Sounds Exer great, huh? Exercycle machines? Personally, I prefer the sound of junk food crunching between my teeth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Junk food, according to a doctor on television, junk food contains salt and fats that pose a serious threat to the cardiovascular system, not to mention giving you a face full of zits. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who asked her? <laughs> Jamie, she's right. These are really, really bad for you. But I'm gonna eat them anyway. <laughs> Ted, really? Something in a chip, my dear? No way, Jose. Well, she's right. Matter of fact, honey, I looked in the mirror today, and I've really let myself go. I mean, it's a problem. <laughs> I have the solution. Get a new mirror. I think you look great. I do? Except for the little spare tire <laughs> and the little pasta pouch. Pasta pouch? <laughs> you really know how to hurt a guy. He is not kidding, bad looking. I wasn't. <laughs> If you make you feel better, why don't you join one of those health clubs like Lou did? Yeah. You know, I've got a better idea. I'll get my own personal exercise coach right here at home. I'll take the same if it's Jane Fonda. <laughs> I meant Vicky. All I have to do is let her watch one of those exercise shows on TV and she'll be programmed. And then I'll add a few little goodies of my own. <laughs> what? That sounds wonderful, huh? Yeah, great idea, Dad. Well, I'm glad you both like it because we're all starting first thing in the morning. Excuse me? We? Forget it. For that. Same here. No way, Jose. Tony, honey, come on. I really feel strongly about this, but I can't do this without your help. Okay, you've got it. Thanks. I'll kick you out of bed every morning so that you can exercise. Yeah. Come on, honey. I know me, and I won't do this unless you two join in. And then don't you want a healthy husband and a healthy father? What good's a healthy father if his son doesn't survive? <laughs> well, okay, we'll join in. Oh, Mom, I don't need more exercise. I'm in great shape. Except for the spare tire. <laughs> and the little pasta pouch. <laughs> so, Jamie, of course, as Ted offers him a chip from the bag is like, hey, I prefer the sound of junk food food crunching between my teeth. And that's when Vicky, who's holding a thing of bro um, a broccoli head and a lettuce head in one hand, that fridge is stuffed to the gills. I'm telling you. 
And she, of course, watched something on TV because she's spouting off about a doctor she saw on TV saying how bad junk food is, you know, when it comes to your cardiovascular system and also produces zits. And it's like, thanks, Vicky. <laughs> Who asked her, right? <laughs> how much lettuce do they need? Because I already see a head of lettuce in that fridge. Honestly, really like the lettuce, and it's of course you know for salad, you know making sandwiches, which you know if you know me, I probably spouted off about how much I'm not a fan of onions or lettuce or tomatoes, you know, any of those veggie thingies. Right after Jamie's like, who asked her, huh? Ted takes the chip out of Jamie's hand. And he's like, Jamie, she's right. These are really bad for you. As he <laughs> eats the chip. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes, I know they're not good for your body. They're not good for your health and everything. But it's not like you're going to sit there and eat an entire bag of Tostitos tortilla chips, right? I mean, you're just you're just not. If you want to do it in moderation, right, get a bowl. Put a small handful in and, and then put, put the bag away. That's what you do. You don't got to swear off the junk food. If Just eat it in moderation. I really like Joan's outfit. She's got this plaid fuchsia and black shirt with, or uh, long-sleeved shirt with a kind of a, it's almost kind of a different shade. She's got like three different shades of like pink. She's wearing a pinkish belt. And she's wearing magenta pants. It's like she's wearing fuchsia, magenta, and bubblegum pink. But Joan looks good. I mean, it's not just a matter of keeping in shape for the sake of losing weight. It's also supposed to, you know, good for your health. As, as they say, you know, your heart muscles, making sure, you know, your blood is flowing properly into your veins... And all that fun, you know, important stuff. Oh, Ted, seriously? He's like, honey, I looked in the mirror today, and I've really let myself go. I'm like, you have not! He looks good! I mean, sure, he's probably at his desk, you know, eight hours a day, five days a week. Sure. Sure, you come home, and you're probably gonna, like, I've been, I've been working. I want to sit down, even though I've been sitting in a chair for eight hours. I used to walk until I got that factory job. And then it's like, I'm on my feet basically in one spot for eight hours straight. So it's like, the last thing I'm going to do is like go walking. It's like, you're on your, I mean, or even if you're in customer service, you're on your feet all the time. And the last thing you want to do is go for a walk. Like sit down, chill out, veg out once you get home. And right now, the only exercise I'm really getting is going to get the mail, which isn't in a mailbox right by my place because I'm not in a house. I'm in an apartment now. And now I gotta walk a ways to go and get the mail. So that's my exercise. That's like a five to ten minute walk. Of course, Vicky's gotta throw in her two cents by saying, I have a solution. Get a new mirror. Because he's like, it's a real problem, honey. It's like... I love how Vicky just throws in her quips. It's not like she's being programmed to be sassy, but that's just Vicky. And she's like, honey, you look great. And he's like, oh, really? I do? She's like, oh, yeah, except for the little spare tire. And she's like uh, pinching his love handles. And the 
pasta pouch as she pats his stomach. I think I I just think those are really funny ways of especially pasta pouch. I mean, when I heard pouch, I immediately thought of a kangaroo. <laughs> Maybe someone that said pasta pouch. Okay. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you really know how to hurt a guy. And Joan's like, Ted, we were just kidding. And Jamie's like, I wasn't. I was like, Jamie. And Jamie's not fat. He's just got baby weight. And that eventually will, you know, he'll lose it as he gets older. But then again, it's always like starting, you know, these habits at a young age. You know, making sure, you know, he's he's running around. He's getting his exercise. He's going out and playing and stuff. That's a form of exercise. You don't got to hit up the gym and just, oh, I'm doing my exercise. You don't got to go to the gym to get necessarily get exercise. You can go for walks. You can you can just, or, I don't know, take up a, a sport or something. Take a soccer ball around. He, he's basketball right outside the house there. So many, a plethora of different options of ways to, and even that, just, you know, eat sensibly. I mean, Joan's not cooking up junk food or pasta all the time and stuff like that, so. So Joan is the one that suggests he join a health club like Lou did. Well, I'm kind of thinking, wouldn't his work kind of pay for something like that? I mean, I thought there was some, I, I swear with, with my factory job, like, the insurance, well, I didn't have their insurance, but anyway, um, those that did have it had to maintain their weight, and whether they could do that by, you know, join, joining a gym or, or something to that effect, that I would think, like, the companies, in order to keep you healthy, they would, you know, offer you a percentage out of gym membership or something. But, no, Ted's not going to do that. He's like, I got my own gym here. All I gotta do is have Vicky watch a workout tape. And, you know, I can add in my own little whatever I want. And boom, I got my own personal trainer right here. Oh, he calls her his own personal exercise coach. And Jamie, of course, is like, I'll take the same if it's Jane Fonda. Because, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Jane Fonda in the 80s she was doing her workout tapes. That's a, that was also a joke on uh, episode of Growing Pains when Ben was suspended from school for cutting class all the time. Maggie taught him at home and there's a scene where his phys ed is actually them working out to Jane Fonda. Goodies of his own is he going to add to this workout thing? I'm kind of curious. I'm sorry, but working your jaw while you eat a Twinkie is not a form of exercise. I'm sorry. No type of food in eating can be considered a form of exercise. Sex with my wife in there, that's exercise. Well, more for him than for her, but... <laughs> and Joan and Jamie are on board, like, that's great, Dad, good for you. And he's like, well, great, I'm glad you're all on board, because we're all doing this. And I'm like... Excuse me, what? I did not sign up for this. And they're like, oh, hell no. He's like, this is your thing. But he's like, well, no. If I do it myself, I'm not going to commit to it. So I need some, both of you to do it with me. Oh, boy. You guys know, if you've seen shows that deal with this type of thing, it always turns out wrong. Like, they do too much too soon, and then they get burnt out. And then it's like, I have no willpower. It's because you got to kind of moderate. 
Then Vicky's like, no way, Jose. The only reason he feels strongly about this and he's even considering it is because Lou lost so much weight. It's not like he lost it overnight. The guy probably had to work at it for quite a while. I mean, he went from 300 to 165. Where's my calculator? Let me give... Let me let me figure out what that is. I mean, you guys at home could probably do that just as easily on your phone as I'm doing it on mine. The guy lost 135 pounds. So... I'm sure that, I mean, it took me two years to go from 180 to 125 pounds. Two years, guys, of walking, of counting calories, and all of that stuff. That was my willpower. That was my dedication. I just, I kept at it, and it's like, seeing that weight slow, like, I was, I was weighing myself every single day. I was writing on a calendar. I was just, and as I I see the numbers go down, that just, it kept pushing me, like, I gotta do more, I gotta do more. That's such a thing, if you want something bad enough and you put in the effort, you're gonna see results over time. Just, I mean, I know, you, you, you know, you get discouraged and you're trying, it's like, it's just not working for me. It's like, then see what other people are doing, you know, change things up. She's like, okay, I'll kick you out of bed so you, every morning so you can exercise. I really like her top. I really, really do. It's just the fuchsia and, and the black. It's like the the flannel plaid. It's just, I love it. I'd wear it. And I don't really wear pink very often. Heck, next to never. But I would wear that. I will kick you out of bed every morning so you can go exercise but don't include me in this and he's like honey I know me I'm not going to be able to commit to this unless you and Jamie commit also I need he needs a support he needs a support team to encourage him and he's like honey don't you want a healthy husband don't Jamie don't you want a healthy father and Jamie's like yeah but what good's it going to do if his son doesn't survive so Joan pretty much volunteers, she volunteers herself and she volunteers Jamie. And he's like, Mom, I don't need more exercise. Look, I'm healthy. As he's like moving his arms like in front of his chest and everything. And of course, Vicky's got a like, oh, except for the spare tires, she pinches his, uh, his side and his pasta pouch as she pats <laughs> Pat's his tummy. <laughs> okay, let's see how this is going to go because now we're seeing a, the darkened bedroom of Ted and Joan. Clearly it's early morning. You know he is not going to get up unless he programmed Vicky to wake him. Oh boy. Day one, I don't think it's going to go well at all. It's a nice, decent sized bed. What the hell? <coughs> up and Adam, time to shape up and slim down. What? Who's there? It's your own personal exercise coach. She's wearing a leotard now for gymnastics. Oh. <laughs> Is that one of the few little goodies you added? <laughs> Ridiculous. So early, the late night movie's still on television. What time is it, five? What time is it? 
time at the tone. The time will be 5.30 a.m. exactly. Oh, hell no. It's too dang early. Time for a healthy two-mile jog. <laughs> no, you are not going for a two-mile jog at 5.30. It's In your warm-up suits, let's go jogging. If it's good for good old Lou, it's good for us. I don't think he Wait was going to get back. 5 30. Come on, Chubbo. No lollygagging. Chubbo? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're like dragging Jamie out of the room. Oh my god. I would dismantle her in a heartbeat. You don't wake me up at 5 30 in the a.m. Seriously. Because, yeah, they're just sleeping. They're, you know, Ted and Joan are spooning, sleeping, and. Who comes in at 5, 8, 30 in the a.m. But Vicky. And she's like, oh, it's time to do your exercises. And she has this bugle horn like it's the Revolutionary War and someone's like doing the bugle call. It's like, no, no. And she even goes so far as to yank the comforter off the bed. And with the bugle horn blaring. And Joan's like... Is that one of your special goodies that you programmed into Vicky? He's like, no. And even Jamie's like, oh my god, what time is it? It's 5.30 a.m. Yep. And Vicky's all like, it's time to go for a two-mile jog. If you've never jogged before, you don't just start jogging immediately. That's something I think you have to work up to. And Ted finally gets out of bed and he's like, hey, if it's good for good old Lou, it's good for me. Do we even meet Lou? I don't even think we meet Lou. We might hear of him, but we don't meet him. Maybe we do. Like I said, I've never seen this episode. I don't know. And it's like, I don't think Lou was getting up at 5.30 in the morning to go jogging. And of course, at the end of the scene, we do see Jamie being dragged out on his ass. By Vicky out the door. Oh my gosh. So now it's daylight. She's doing the jogging thing. I'm sure that everyone else is like a mile behind her. Like, and not to mention, is this a weekend or is this a weekday? Because doesn't Ted got to go to work and Jamie's got to go to school? If it's a weekday, he's got to go to school and Ted's got to go to work. I don't want to be doing any activity before I wake up in the morning. Unless it includes eating breakfast, brushing my teeth, and getting ready for the day. But I'm not going to start jogging. I'm sure it's a great way to wake up and then you can come home and take a shower and all that and then get your day started. But it's like, ugh. Jamie yeah. and Joan are there. Where's Ted? Where's Dad? I thought he was right behind us. <laughs> What's that terrible noise? It sounds like Darth Vader with asthma. Oh my god. Oh man. Honey, are you alright? Uh, great, 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 great. Never felt better. <laughs> Listen up, fat slows. Form a line over there and do everything I do. Suck in that gut. Would you program her to be Attila the Hun? Now we're night. One, two, one, two. You know, it would help a little if we had a little music. Yeah. Yo, I forgot to turn on a radio. Stop, Vicky. 
completed that job now let's do exercising and it's like uh well even you know ted is the last man he's like (laughs) i love jamie's star wars joke about it sounds like darth vader with asthma if you take off his helmet oh my god yeah yeah well at least ted's standing he's not like crawling through the gate into the backyard so but vicky's gonna have them do exercises with the arms circling with the jumping jacks, with all that stuff. And it's like, well, this would be better if we had some music. So Ted, like, taps Vicky's nose and that turns on some music. Yeah, it's always good exercise with music. I mean, better than silence. And it's funny how they're all wearing, Joan, Ted, and Jamie are all wearing Nike workout clothes. It was nice of Nike to sponsor that. Vicky's wearing a lilac and lavender leotard with a a teddy bear and exercise outfit with the leg warmers, with the (laughs) headband and all that stuff. It's cute. Now they're going to have some breakfast slush thing in their cereal that Ted got from Lou. Oh god, I can imagine it's gonna taste like shit. Boy, you're gonna love this. This is a breakfast recipe I got from good old Lou. What is it, Dad? It's fiber. The body needs lots of fiber. For shit. Enough fiber in this to make a floor mat. (laughs) Go on, taste it. Go ahead, Jamie. Ladies first, Mom. <laughs> Come on, you two. You gotta be healthy on the inside as well as the outside. Come this on, we'll all take you together. Weekend. Ready? Into the mouth. Mm-hmm. All right, I know it's a little strange at first, but trust me, what it'll the, grow on you. What the hell is it? I think it's already started. <laughs> I can't wait to see what we're having for dinner. Dinner. You'll love dinner. We're having dried alfalfa sprouts, fresh kale, and rich kohlrabi, and puree of turnip soup. Oh, fuck off! That is nasty. Another gourmet dinner at the Lawson's. <laughs> Just think, in a couple of weeks, I'll be in the same condition as good old Oh, Luke. the hell you will. I hope so. We're going to be the healthiest family in town if it kills us. It probably It's working. I can't believe him. He thinks that just eating the turnip soup and the kale and the whatever alfalfa sprouts for the dinner and eating that mushy whatever the hell that shit's supposed to be in that cereal bowl is going to make him slim down to 140 pounds or whatever. I mean, Lou, I mean, Lou... Went from 300 to 165. Ted, you don't need to lose that amount of weight. If anything, if he's he's basically, I thought he was looking more to tone down. And 
I think it's more, you know, body image and not so much losing, maybe lose a little bit, but why the hell they're putting Joan through that and Jamie through it? Like, pretty soon we're gonna, I'm gonna look just like Luke. Whatever. Oh my god, I feel sorry for Jamie and Joan having to go through that. Because even at first one, they're like, like, oh, mom, you, ladies first, you try it. It's like, no, Jamie, you try it. And Ted tries, they all try it together. And he's like, okay, it is a little strange, but it'll grow on you. And Vicky, like, picks off some lint off Joan's, like, workout jacket. And it's like, I think it's starting to already grow. So it's like, ugh. And the, just the food, just the alfalfa sprouts and the turnip soup and the kale and the spinach and the... Yeah. You don't gotta go hardcore full bore. You don't have to do that. You don't have to eliminate everything that you like out of your diet. Alright, looks like this has got to be the next day then. Because Jamie's doing schoolwork, how he can... can uh, Maybe he's constant focusing better because he's cut all that stuff out of his diet. I have no idea. You know, Jamie, maybe this health routine isn't such a bad idea after all. I've lost a couple pounds in just two days. I'm having the best sex of my life. Yeah, maybe I lost some weight too. Weigh me, Vicky. Weigh you. <laughs> wrong. What's the matter? Is he dead? Is Lou it's dead? It's good old Lou. He's dead? What about him? He's dead? Well, we were having lunch today and all of a sudden, right in front of me, right there, Lou goes face down in his alfalfa sprouts. Oh, shit. Lou, <laughs> just like that? I mean, didn't he even say anything? Yeah, he said, <laughs> What's the matter? Is he sick? Dead. He's real sick. He's, He's dead. dead. Holy shit! He's dead? Oh no. Broke his glasses and everything. Oh my god. Heart attack? Yeah, honey, the old ticker. I gotta tell you, Joni, it really shook me up. Dad, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll send his wife a sympathy card. Yeah, poor old Lou. He was eating all the right things, exercising, <clears throat> living clean. When the ambulance carted him away, he never looked better. <laughs> They won't have to touch him for the funeral. Now, Ted, I know you, and, and you shouldn't worry about a thing like this. Yeah. You and Lou are entirely different. Exactly. Yeah. He was a year younger and a lot healthier. <laughs> Honey, when's it going to be my turn to go face down on the alfalfa sprouts? In a couple of weeks, you'll be in the same condition as good old Lou. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Now, here's the thing I just thought of now, as I just, as soon as Ted came in and that look on his face, like, okay, something happened. And he mentions that Lou went face down in his potato salad. I'm like, clearly he died. And I really think, more likely, Lou just went hardcore full bore with the exercise, with the eating and everything. He probably didn't see a doctor to get the okay to lose the weight. He probably is like, I'm seeing results, I gotta keep at it. 
And maybe that did more harm than good. Maybe, yeah, he's looking better, but what... And not to mention, that damage to his body could have already been done, and there was no reverse effect as he was losing the weight. And I'm not a doctor, but I'm just guessing more than likely there's damage there that was already unrepairable, and... Even if he'd lost the weight, it wouldn't have made a difference. And maybe, like I said, I think he went full bore hardcore. And just, he hit it hard. And unfortunately, it did, it took a toll on his body and his health and everything. But, you know, he should have been seeing a doctor on a regular basis. Like, okay, you're doing good. Let's check your vitals. Okay, or maybe like, hey, you're hitting it a little hard. Maybe you need to dial it down a little bit. And just, he should have been monitored by a doctor. It's like, that's great. I mean, if you want to take care of yourself, and that's great. But maybe see a doctor just to make sure. See where you're at. See what is a healthy progression in order for you to lose the weight healthily. And now this has got Ted shook. And I don't think he's going to be exercising anymore. Because he's scared that he's going to wind up dead. Good morning. Rise and shine. Time to get up. Oh. I'm not for this, Vicky. It's done. You should have deprogrammed her. Let's go, suckers. It's the old team again. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What's the matter, Ted? Oh, I must have thrown my back out jogging yesterday. Oh, honey, every muscle in my aging body aches. <laughs> no excuses. Stop. Stop, Vicky. You programmed me to do this. I changed my mind. Oh, good morning. I don't think we should jog today. Shouldn't jog? I think my hearing's going. <laughs> you know, I mean, why press it? We can jog tomorrow or the next day. Or the next year. You know, it's good to give the body a rest. Yeah, that's right. true. Before it rests in peace. Yeah. Uh, Vicky, jog into the kitchen and start breakfast, okay? Start breakfast. You know, I'm feeling healthier already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'll uh, take a couple aspirin just in case. In case of what? You never know. <laughs> Mom, what's with Dad? He's acting very strange. Joan, there's no aspirin. I guess we ran out. Joni, please, always keep plenty of medication on hand. My God, it's our first line of defense. <laughs> you can't expect me to go out there alone. <laughs> Mom, I think he's cracking up. Yeah, Vicky's there, ready to go. This is apparently the next day. And she's like, 5.30 in the morning, programmed. Let's get up and get jogging. And they're like, oh, no, Vicky. We're not doing that. And she's like, you programmed me to be this way? He's like, I changed my mind. So Joan has Vicky jog into the kitchen to start breakfast. Because when Ted gets up, he's like, oh, my back, my back. Every part of my body hurts. 
And he's like, hey, we're not going to jog today. And Joan and Jamie are like, what? We're not. It's like, no, maybe we don't. We don't have to do that every day. Maybe, maybe tomorrow or, you know, maybe in a couple days. And Jamie's like, or maybe next year. <laughs> maybe just go for a walk. Who says you have to jog? Just go for a walk. You don't have to stress yourself out. You don't have to strain yourself. You work up to a jog. So Ted's like, honey, I need aspirin. My body, every part of me is aching. And then, of course, I guess they're out of aspirin. He's like, honey, you need to keep extra stuff on hand, extra medication on hand in case I need it. So Jamie's like, mom, I think dad's cracked. It's like, no, I think this whole thing with Lou really shook him, which it probably has. So it looks like the next day, Joan's watering plants like you do when you have a house full of plants that need to be watered. And Ted comes in with a brown bag filled with, I'm guessing, medicine, condoms, what have you. I don't know. Hi, honey. Hi. How'd it go? Funerals are so depressing. What's in the bag? Poor good old Lou, lying there in his coffin in his seersucker suit. He was wearing that yellow tie with the palm tree painted on it. I guess his wife was trying to get rid of it. It's just not fair for somebody to look so good and to be so dead. Well, I guess that's life. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of scary. Honey, the scary part is everybody at the funeral said, I look so good. Oh, you do. You look great. What's in the bag? Oh, I just stopped by the drugstore to pick up a few things I needed. Some aspirin and some cough medicine, some inhaler and some eye drops and nose drops. <laughs> Athlete's foot spray. Uh, what? No laxatives? I knew I forgot something. Do I look bloated? Aren't you overdoing it a little? Honey, honey, we can't be too careful. Look what happened to... Good you old need to Lou. to see a damn doctor. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Wait, 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 wait. Now, what does it mean when you see spots in front of your eyes? Dad, you're gonna pass maybe you out. should go see a doctor. I already did. I just said what that, What did he say? That I'm in perfect health. Really? That's great. He was Lou's doctor. Oh, what does he know? Doctor. Ted, you're just upset about Lou's funeral. Yeah. Now, why don't you go and lie down and relax? You'll feel better. All right, kids, would you uh, help me, please? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, kids, now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, no, become a so hypochondriac. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. <clears throat> Oh. trunk that's supposed to be oh, a... No, I better not do that. <laughs> What's the matter? Honey, in my condition, it's very dangerous to be in a horizontal position. Ted, will you stop? There's nothing wrong with you. Really? Yeah, you'll feel a lot better after the movie tonight. Movie? What movie? You promised to take us to one. In a theater full of people? Do you know how many germs are in a theater? <laughs> okay, you know he's going nuts. At least it's the movies that'll get your mind off of good old Lou. Oh, I think I better pass on the movies, honey, but I would like some dinner, thank you. Well, good idea. I, I've got your favorite in the oven. Pot roast. Pot roast. Pot roast? Meat? Cholesterol? 
Jonah, you're trying to push me into the grave? Oh, really? No, thanks, honey. I'll just have a nice, soft-boiled egg for my upset stomach. Do you really have an upset stomach? No, but I will after I eat the egg. <laughs> I'm going to put on my slippers now. I think my feet are starting to swell. Thank you. Jamie, you're a good boy. Does he think Take he's good care going of your to die? For God's sake! Mom, he's falling apart. I know. Practically literally. Good old Lou's in better shape than Dad is. <laughs> you think he's really sick? No, but I just might kill him before he can die of natural causes. I'll <laughs> oh, fix him his egg and then let's go to the movies before he drives us crazy. Yeah. Do you think it's wise to leave him alone? Oh, no, he'll be fine. It's all in his head. This thing with good old Lou has turned your father into hypochondriac. Exactly, so that's what I'm saying. To keep him company. Right, and it might be an interesting experiment. What will? To see if Dad can drive a robot crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, Lou's gone. Uh, he's passed away. Dad came back from the funeral. <laughs> I kept wondering, like, why is he holding that bag? He stopped off somewhere at the pharmacy. At first, I thought, you know, he came back from a funeral and he brought, like, leftovers or something from the wake and bake. But, um, he also went and saw Lou's doctor, which, why wouldn't you see your own doctor who is familiar with your health and all that stuff? And Ted is just, he is... Jones, right? I, I said it too. Hypochondriac. He is freaking the fuck out, thinking he is going to die just by mere mention of Lou's name. And he's got like uh, cough drops, uh, nasal spray, um, just anything and everything at the pharmacy that could be given to him. Athlete's foot spray, all that stuff. No condoms. <laughs> um... And I'm just and and Jonas, she's had it. It's like this is this is nuts. You gotta stop this shit. You are not Lou. And so, it's just like he he he's obsessed. And he's like, oh, I'm not gonna go to the movies. All those germs. He's freaking. He's just, he's freaking out. And she's like, well, I got your dinner in the oven. It's a pot roast. It's like, ooh, pot roast, pot roast. You know how many how much cholesterol is in that? I'll just take a hard boiled egg. And he has Vicky take him to his room to lie down. And Joan and Jamie end up going to see a movie. Because Ted, I guess, promised them, like, oh, I'll take you to a movie. It'll be fine. We'll have a good time. And now he's backing out because he's afraid of the germs. Mind you, this is, what, 1980? Where the heck did I put that case? Here it is. Let's see. It's 1980. Uh... 86, just uh, February of 86, and and this is well before everything that's going on now. Movie theaters aren't even open, so um, Jones had enough. It's like, whatever, Jamie and I are going to the movies, we can't deal with your bullshit crazy hypochondriatism, so we're going to go. And Jamie's like, hey, it would be interesting to see if uh, Dad can drive a robot crazy. <laughs> Alright, let's see how this is going to play out. Because eventually Ted's got to snap out of this. Like, 
He said, you're not Lou. You are your own person with your own, you know, health issues and what have you. The doctor even said that Ted's in perfect health. And Joan's like, well, that's good, right? Well, well, that was Lou's doctor. Like, so fucking what? He's not looking at Lou's chart and going based on what was going on with Lou, was going on with you. The guy was over 300 pounds. Of course he's going to have health issues. They're two completely different people with two completely different genetic DNA makeup. I would have lost it with Ted at this point. It's like, enough. It's a fuck enough. You got us up at 5.30 in the morning jogging, eating this shit food. And now you want to hide away from everything and everybody because you're afraid to go out of your own house. He acts like he's sick. Is he sick? Well, I'm still breathing. <laughs> Softly bright in here. And it hurts my eyes. Then why did you leave your darkened bedroom? To the, <coughs> to the light switch. Just turn the light off for him. Why are you even getting up? That is such... What a damn baby. A damn I see a healthier tongue in a delicatessen window. That's much better. Ooh, it's drafty in here. What has he got? The it's flu? It's drafty in here. You noticed it too. He's probably got the flu. Lay the fuck down, Ted. I think I'll just put this around my shoulders to keep these old bones warm. For <laughs> Nothing like a rocking chair <laughs> to comfort a weary old body. Slap him, Vicky. Why is Why is it so dark in here? You turned the lights off. You turned out the lights. See, my memory's going too. <laughs> Germs. Germs. Yeah, no, I know you're here. I can't see fucked. you. You're not going to get me without a fight. Take that. And that. <laughs> when did he turn into Howard Hughes? <laughs> Why do I bother? It'll soon be over. I could go just like that. Ow. <laughs> I hurt my thumb. <laughs> you see what bad shape I'm in? Well. I'm ready when you are, Big G. Big G? Ted, why are you sitting in the dark? You look like Whistler's father. Tony, is that you? Look at this. This is ridiculous. Really Get this up and you'll really make yourself sick. Oh, Joni, uh, honey, about the life insurance policy. It's awfully bright in here. Oh, it hurts my eyes. Ooh, it's drafty in here. Oh, I'll just put this around the shoulders to keep the old bones warm. Vicky's <laughs> oh. gone bananas. No, that was oh, Ted. Nothing like a rocking chair to relax a weary old body. <laughs> Your father's even made Vicky sick. <laughs> I could go just like that. 
Vicky, stop. Stop. Well, that's just what Is that you what I done. look like? Worse. Yeah. I had no idea I was acting so ridiculous. Honey, you've been so worried about what might happen. You've been turning yourself into an old man. Yeah, and you're aging us a little, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joni. Good old Lou overdid it in his way, and you've been overdoing it in yours. Yeah. All right, from now on, everything in moderation, I promise. Let's start by pigging out on chocolate cake. Chocolate cake? Are you kidding? This stuff can kill you. But what a way to go. Oh, yeah. What about that pot roast? Coming, Vicky? Why do I bother? It'll soon be over. Ready when you are, Big G. <laughs> my god i would i could, would not be able to put up with this shit i'm serious i mm, he's laying on the couch like he's got the flu which he probably's got some type of cold or he's worried to the point where he's made himself physically ill he's like vicky take me over to the light switch just have her go turn the light switch off you don't gotta go over there but then he's gotta like stick out his tongue in the mirror by the door and then he goes over now that it's dark like oh my He's so nice and dark. I'm gonna lay in this, sit in this rocking chair with the. He's like acting like he's an old, old person who's near. I don't know. It's it's pathetic how he's asking acting. It's just it's pathetic. And he's like, take me now, Big G, <laughs> oh, Ted. Uh, and of course, him in the rocking chair with the blanket over his shoulders is how Joan is like, what the hell? Why is it so dark in here? Ted, what are you doing? Enough with this crap. I can't take it anymore. And even Jamie's like, Dad, you're starting to age us. And she's saying how Lou overdid it in his way, but you're overdoing it in yours. So you need to, yeah, get back to reality. <laughs> Jamie, of course, brought this giant, giant chocolate cake. We don't see it. We just see the box. And I was like, chocolate cake? Uh, you know how this could kill a person? But what a way to go. So they're going to have that chocolate cake in the kitchen. And Vicky, of course, has been line for line every in reaction to everything that Ted was doing earlier to kind of show him, you're acting like a big baby. So, yeah. Just do things in moderation. You'll be fine. See a doctor. See your doctor. You don't need to like, I'm going to go get a second opinion because I'm not hearing what I want to hear. That's pretty much how the episode ends. I mean, Ted finally snaps out of it. Thank goodness. You're not... If you're going to sit in a chair and just worry about all those... Because she's like, you're worrying about what might happen and you're basically stopped living. So just, yeah, don't... If you keep worrying about what might happen instead of what's going on right now, you're kind of putting yourself in a situation that isn't healthy. Sometimes we just, we need to not look to the future and just worry, you know, think about the present and live in the now. As they say, live in the now. Oh, hopefully Ted actually learned something from this, whether he has no 5.30 in the morning jogs ever again. And no Brussels sprout squares or alfalfa sprouts or K 
kale or whatever the hell else he was going to make. Turnip soup. I don't know. Ugh. Never again. Just eat in moderation. You don't need to go hardcore full bore with all this stuff. Because that is probably going to do more damage to your body than it's going to help it. Like I said, take it slow. Took me two years. I got the weight off. Sadly, I put the weight back on. So now it's a struggle to try to get back into that again. I kept remembering towards the end, or when I was losing, he's like, oh, you don't want to put that weight back on again. I'm like, I'm not ever going to do it. And I did. So, yeah. So, yeah, lesson learned. Just use your head. See a doctor before if you want to change things up a little bit. Just eat sensibly as far as moderate what you're eating. Maybe cut out the snack. Not 100%, but maybe just a little bit. Like, portion control. That's another thing. Portion control. You know, get a scale. Weigh yourself. Kind of see where you're at. So you can see, like, oh, I'm, you know, progressing and everything. And if it doesn't happen right away, which, like I said, this stuff, it takes time. If you swallow this weight, it should stay off. So... Alright, so next month for October, I will be covering Season 1, Episode 21, entitled Like Father, Like Son. Jamie tries out for the Pee Wee football team. Um, wasn't he already playing football in the beginning of Season 1? That's why he was getting a bad grade and had Vicky, like, help him cheat on his homework or something? So yes, that is actually the first episode in March of 1986. So, alright, look forward to that in October, everybody. And I will actually, I'm going to probably be doing a couple episodes, because I want to finish this before uh, the end of 2020. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to do two episodes for November. So I'll be covering Vaudeville Vicky and the Real Facts of Life. And then December will be the last episode of Season 1, The Grandparents. So, alright, everyone have a good weekend and as i like to say just please be safe out there be positive we will get through this just do your best to stay healthy take precautions that's another thing hand sanitizer your mask you know that kind of stuff i know we all hate them we hate them we hate them but i just i'm trying my best to stay safe you know in this new environment and everything like that so I hope you guys enjoy the episode, too. I had fun with this. I, I always have fun with these episodes because, you know, I've not seen them before. So my reactions are just like, oh, my gosh. Ah. So, <laughs> all right, everybody. Um, if you want to email the podcast, you can do so at lbomwonderyearspodcast at gmail.com. If you have, you know, questions or you want to talk about Small Wonder, Mr. Belvedere, different strokes, growing pains, upcoming Roseanne episodes the wonder years all that stuff i'd be happy to hear about all your questions and your comments and your favorite episodes and moments and all that stuff all right everybody like i said have a good weekend and be safe out there bye bye